Welcome back to Round 12, the podcast that will always be dedicated to growth, development, and motivational mastery. I am your host, Sensei Roger B. Hamilton. Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of the Round 12 podcast series. Let's go get it. Warning Signs of Stroke. Guess who's back from podcast retirement? (laughs) Yes, the round 12 show took a break. But here we are back again for an important episode toward health, safety, and a life-saving topic. Stroke. Everyone has heard the phrase, but many of us don't know the exact details of this very serious illness. During our episode today... I'd like to offer some information that may represent clarification and enlightenment on the topic of stroke. It was the bad boy heartthrob of Beverly Hills 90210, the James Dean of the 1990s, a colon cancer awareness advocate. He was the father of two. He was Luke Perry. And on March 4th, 2019, at the age of 52, he died of a massive stroke. The news rocked the pop culture nation and had many people asking, why did Luke Perry get a stroke at such an early age? What are the warning signs of stroke? Can strokes be prevented and treated? Are you at risk for a stroke? Keep listening. This information might today or someday be important to you. A stroke occurs when the proper blood supply to a portion of the brain is cut off. Stroke is a leading cause of preventable death, but lack of awareness, education, and resources are major barriers to stopping it. During May, American Stroke Month, the American Stroke Association, the world's leading voluntary organization devoted to saving people from stroke, reveals 20 important things you probably didn't know about stroke in recognition of its 20th anniversary. Every year, about 800,000 people suffer a stroke in the United States. It is the number five cause of death and leading cause of disability in the U.S. Seven million people who live in the United States have had strokes. The average age when a stroke occurs is decreasing. It's getting younger. For women, the average age is 73. And for men, the average age is 68. Being over the age of 40 in and of itself is a risk factor. Despite the grim statistics, stroke is a preventable and treatable disease. Knowing the signs of stroke and getting fast treatment when stroke symptoms occur can make a huge difference. About 80% of strokes could be prevented through healthy lifestyle changes and proper health care according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. There are different types of strokes. Ischemic stroke and hemorrhagic and then transient ischemic attack, a TIA. An ischemic stroke is a clot-based blockage in an artery to the brain, while a hemorrhagic stroke occurs when an artery ruptures in the brain. A TIA, otherwise known as a mini-stroke, is caused by a temporary blockage. 
87% of all strokes are ischemic. During a stroke, nearly 120 million brain cells die every hour. Compared to the normal rate of cell loss in brain aging, the brain ages 3.6 years each hour without treatment. The sooner the patient gets medical care, the better their chances of recovery. About 66% of the time, someone other than the patient makes the decision to seek treatment, recognizing the warning signs and sudden symptoms of stroke to receive treatment fast could help save a life. FAST, F-A-S-T, is an acronym used to teach the most common warning signs and sudden symptoms of stroke. FAST stands for F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, T, time to call 911. Less than half of the population is aware of the signs. Recently added to this acronym are two new letters, B to represent the sudden loss of balance or coordination, and E to represent sudden blurred, double, or loss of vision, and one or both eyes. B FAST is the new full stroke acronym and it's worth remembering. Stroke symptoms can also include sudden severe headache with no known cause and sudden trouble walking. Calling 911 and arriving at the hospital in an ambulance is the fastest way to get treated quickly during a stroke emergency. Driving to the hospital is a common mistake people make that can result in longer wait times before the patient receives medical care. Patients who have an ischemic stroke may have a treatment window for mechanical clot removal within six hours to up to 24 hours in certain patients with clots in large vessels. Alteplase, also known as TPA, is a drug used to dissolve a blood clot that causes stroke. Stroke patients who arrive at a hospital within 90 minutes of symptom onset and qualify to receive TPA are almost three times more likely to recover with little or no disability. Telestroke is video conferencing, similar to FaceTime and Skype, connecting patients with neurological experts separated by distance. Telestroke units are increasing access to acute stroke care in rural areas and improving patient outcomes. Having a stroke increases the risk of a second one. One in four survivors have another stroke. Prevention is crucial because second strokes can be more debilitating than first strokes. In some ischemic stroke cases, the cause is unknown, cryptogenic stroke it's called. It's a challenge to prevent a second stroke when the cause of the first one is unknown. The patient should work with their healthcare team to find the root cause. Stroke survivors stopping their aspirin regimen can up their risk of having another stroke possibly due to increased clotting levels from the loss of aspirin's blood thinning effects. Following an aspirin regimen can help prevent stroke in some survivors. First ever ASA rehabilitation guidelines call for intensive team approach. For the first three months after a stroke, the brain is ready to learn. This ability for our brains to adjust is called neuroplasticity, and it plays a crucial role in recovery. Get with the guideline stroke 
is an in-hospital program that promotes adherence to the latest scientific guidelines to improve quality of stroke care. The program has expanded from 24 hospitals in 2003 to more than 2,000 hospitals to date. In the Stroke Belt, an 11-state region in Southeast U.S., the risk of stroke is 34% higher for the general population. More strokes are happening to people in their 30s and 40s. High blood pressure is the most common controllable cause of stroke. Recent guidelines redefined high blood pressure as a reading of 130 over 80 or higher. A normal reading would be any blood pressure below 120 over 80 and above 90 over 60 in an adult. Nearly half of all adults in the U.S., an estimated 103 million, have high blood pressure. Other stroke risk factors, obesity, diabetes, cholesterol, smoking, and family history. Remember, 80% of strokes are preventable. Eating healthfully, being physically active, and controlling risk factors are important lifestyle changes that can help prevent and beat it. He was a legendary athlete, a champion, a classic alpha male, who in the 1990s was the fastest man in history over 200 and 400 meters. He became the poster boy of the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta after triumphing over both distances in custom-made golden spikes. He became a four-time Olympic gold medalist, his name is Michael Johnson. And, at just 50 years old, Michael Johnson recalled the unusual physical sensations, involuntary movement of his left foot, numbness, a sort of tingling sensa sensation in his left arm that came over him moments after finishing his daily workout in his home gym in August last year. I hobbled over to my weight bench and thought, am I having a cramp or something? I called my wife over and said, hey, something feels weird. Something doesn't feel right. The cause wasn't a cramp, overexertion, or an infection. After 30 minutes of contemplating and discussion with his wife, they drove to UCLA Medical Center in Santa Monica 20 minutes from their home in Malibu. It was a wise call. After a CT scan, then an MRI, it confirmed the ER doctor's diagnosis of a stroke. Michael remembers, I'd been able to get off my butt, I'd been able to get off my bed and onto the MRI table myself, but when the MRI ended 30 minutes later, I could no longer walk. I couldn't stand or put any weight on my left leg. The numbness in my left arm had increased significantly, and I couldn't feel the two smallest fingers of my left hand, and my foot was completely numb. Johnson, an athlete once so supreme that he was known as Superman, was now enfeebled. Frustratingly for Johnson, the medical team could not provide the clarity he wanted. They said, because you're in good shape and got here quickly, that improves your chances, but only time will tell. The doctor's uncertainty about how well and how quickly he would recover was shocking, he says. It made me feel, it's hard to describe, just afraid and scared and wondering what my future was going to be. It was an arduous process, both physically and mentally. 
The first stage of his recovery involved a physical therapist helping him learn to walk again using a walking frame. Johnson half laughs, half winces at the memory. Ironically, the first day we covered about 200 meters. Having been the world record, record holder at that event, it wasn't the most positive thing. He had clocked 19.32 seconds while breaking the world record in Atlanta, but the same distance that first day with the physical therapist took 10 minutes. After eight months of intense day-to-day -day effort, Michael Johnson recovered. He now takes aspirin, a statin, a blood thinner, and a drug to keep his blood pressure in healthy range. He is acutely aware that having had one stroke, he could easily have another. After eight months and a host of medical tests, neither he nor his doctors know what caused his stroke. 30% of strokes have no obvious cause, he explains. Is that frustrating? No. I mean, I can't force an answer where there isn't one. All I can do, he says, is do what I do. So I'm okay with that. I kind of have to be. So you see... It seems that these things can affect anyone, even the once fastest man in the world.
It was June 2nd, 2021. He was moving at a tremendously hectic pace every day, eight miles a minute for months at a time. This day was no different. He was crazy busy with a project that was scheduled for the very next day to provide multiple large generators to the world's largest gas and electric company, while continually serving as a probate administrator for his deceased family member's estate and various other tasks that all seemed to blend into each other all at once. Then it happened, like Michael Johnson, a fit, fiery, functional champion who did it all and was trying to do it again, but this day... He felt a little foggy. His brain seemed to be skipping a beat. Then his lip got numb. Then his fingertip. Then his big toe. Like the resilient man that he is, he resisted going to the hospital. By the time he went in, two days after he felt the first symptom, he had two laptops with him, three mobile phones, and he was working and talking as the hospital staff was examining him. It was a sight to see. He was thoroughly preoccupied with the fact that the next day he was scheduled to lead a team of, uh, to power the Caldecott Tunnel in the San Francisco East Bay. Needless to say, the man had a lot on his plate. May I say here for the record, that man was me. Yep, I had the stroke. Go figure. Me. Without going into nauseating detail about the event, the tests, the efforts to recover, just know that I was very lucky. I've been working out every day since I came home from the hospital the next day, and I have no paralysis, no loss of vision, no imbalance, no clear sign of current danger. That does not mean that I am out of the woods based on the stroke statistics I shared with you earlier. But I am currently good to go and on the right track. But as I say this, I must admit that I've been very reflective about my life as of late. Certainly the event happened about six weeks ago, but my awareness seems keener than ever before. I realize now that, number one, instead of keeping this to myself, I should share the warning signs with others, especially men who need this advice most. Two, I should learn all that I can about this serious condition to remain healthy going forward. Three, I should stop and say I love you to all those people who matter most. It's not like I didn't before, but I definitely will express it now. Four, stay fit. While this is something I've always treasured, it is now and forevermore an integral aspect of my life toward health and longevity. Five, talk and listen. Share life stories, express hope, stay positive, laugh, smile, and find any excuse to feel good as hell as often and as much as humanly possible. Joy should remain high on my list. High on my list.
wait till you see what's next Wait till you see this light That's burning through my chest Hey, watch how high I fly How fast this feeling spreads Oh, never ever would have thought This would all be available to me again Oh, but then I felt your love It's pulling me Number six, make a decision. Like Denzel said in his movie Training Day, you want to go to jail or you want to go home? In my case, you want to live and enjoy your life or you want to kick the bucket? I think I would like to exercise living my life instead. Number seven, and finally, to all those people who really know me and how I roll, you know that I wrote a book called Never Quit and I operated like that consistently. But now... I have a component to my learning and to my philosophy, which is simply this. Yes, never quit. Be productive. Be a man of your word. Be meticulous when executing tasks and remain excellent. But one thing for damn sure, you better rest when you need it. So now I'm taking a bit of rest because maybe I need it. So for all of us, we must aggressively continue our efforts to reduce stroke, especially in multicultural communities and to reach people at younger ages, said Mitchell S. V. Elkin, MD, a professor of neurology and epidemiology at Columbia University and chair of the American Stroke Association. If people are not aware of how to prevent, treat, and beat stroke, they can't take advantage of the progress made over the last 20 years to save lives. The American Stroke Association's Together to End Stroke Initiative continues to expand critical awareness of stroke, in part thanks to national sponsors Medtronic and Bayer Aspirin. To learn more about stroke, visit www.strokeassociation.org.
Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of Round 12. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. May the worst days of your future be like the best days of your past. And may you continue to answer life's bell every time. Until we meet again, time.